Apple's March 16th release of the new iPad may or may not impact consumers who rush to upgrade. But it will have an impact on businesses as the advent of mobile in the workplace continues to raise new questions about security and risk mitigation. As more devices cross the personal professional line, how will organizations and business addressing the so-called BYOD or bring your own device phenomenon work with these issues? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined today by Joe Rogalski of First Niagara Bank, who shares some thoughts about steps banks and other institutions can take to enhance and improve their BYOD policies and practices. Joe, First Niagara has its own established policies and procedures specific to BYOD. Can you tell us a bit about the bank's policies and why you found it necessary to establish the policies in the first place? Sure, Tracy. About a year ago, we, we really didn't have a policy in place, but we had some devices that were connecting to our network. So at that point, we really had to step back and figure out if it was something we are going to support because we are a financial institution or if we were just going to simply disable them. So with senior management, as you know, they're always driving because they want the same device that their 13-year-old daughter has, and they want to be that cool. So heads of business, senior management were really pushing us to, to develop a policy for bring your own device or to enable iPads and iPhones specifically on our network. So at that point, we really stepped back and said, yes, this is a good idea. We can support it. What do we need to do to support it? So currently today, the policy has a very restricted group that has access to the devices. It's probably about 5% of our population, and it's typically management-level people or, or senior business people in the organization. And can you give us some highlights, Joe, from the policies? Basically, we, we've implemented a mobile device management solution that has the ability to, to make sure that the passwords are in place, that the complex passwords, that encryption is taking place. We also have the ability to wipe the device whenever we need to, and, and it can be your personal family photos as well, and they're well aware of that. To actually sign up for the service today, you need to sign a form that gives us consent to wipe that device. So I think it's very important that you have the mobile device management in place as well as the ability to wipe the device and track the device because once it's gone, you want to get, it, get that data off there as quickly as possible. So, Joe, I wanted to ask about security measures and risk mitigation and what works best, and it sounds like maybe just having the ability to remotely access and wipe the device is the best thing. So, Tracy, it's not only remotely wiping the device, but it's also making sure that those security configurations and, and policies are in place for the passwords to make sure they're not using simple passwords, you know, one, two, three, four, password, date of birth, those types of things. Um, we want to make sure that, you know, it's, if there are business applications running on there, that it's end end in a safe zone and, and that they're kind of sectioned off and that we were able to manage that data separately and, and really control our data on that device. Now, what policies would you say, Joe, all organizations should consider, even those that fall outside the purview of financial services? I think it really depends on what type of data is going to be on the device. If it's email, that's one thing. You're you're going to want to have an email management program on there to keep your your personal your I'm sorry your corporate private data away or segregated somehow to make sure you're able to manage that corporate data. Um, it really I think depends on the industry and what's on that device. iPads are being used more and more to create. IP or intellectual property more so than a phone is. So you really need to manage that IP on there and what's on there and how are you going to control it. So I think everybody needs to make sure they have control of the devices in some way, shape, or form. And then I wanted to ask specifically about the new iPad. How do you expect the release of this iPad 3 to impact your organization? So I think it'll. it's interesting, Tracy, because it, it, there needs to be a business driver for it. And iPads are really cool and everything. 
today, and we all know they're great for email and web browsing, but there's really no, I don't want to say there's no killer app, but there's no business app today that's impacting us. With the, with the 4G network coming on board in a snappier browser, we, we may start to see more of the, the business applications drive down. I know SAP is coming out with an app, um, and a few others are introducing native apps on the iPad that will actually sandbox your data away, so that's protected, give you the ability to, to, to manage that data, but it's still looking for that killer app. So, you know, once, once that app comes out for my remote salespeople that they can't live without, I think that's when we're going to see it really take off. And then finally, Joe, what advice would you offer to other organizations and businesses that are just starting to address BYOD? I, I think the first thing is you need to embrace it and figure out how you can do it. Because if, if you don't, they're going to find a way around it. It's just like any other security protocol. You need to make it easy for the user and enable them to do it, because if you just say no, it's going to come back and bite you. I want to thank you again for your time today, Joe. Thanks, Tracy. Again, we've just heard from Joe Brigowski of First Niagara Bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.